word. Yeah, man. So I guess my first ever like question with you uh, is like, how you doing, man? How you been doing like as of lately? Oh man, I've been I've been great, honestly. Uh, as the world is kind of you know uh, trying to get back to normal, <laughs> well, excuse me, by uh, COVID standards, but um, I've been great. Just um, so since leaving SU, which is Southern Union for the listeners, um, I've been. This will be. Well, I'm taking some summer classes at Auburn, so I'll be be beginning my second semester at Auburn. And um, and I've been taking classes here, and they've been hard, but <laughs> but I mean, a lot of stuff can be. But um, so yeah, you said how are you? So yeah, just been doing those experiences, um, learning new experiences. Like uh, I've been um, doing some, I've been doing work with the radio and TV station at Auburn, the student stations. So that's been a lot of fun. And so, yeah, I know that was probably way too long to answer, how are you? But uh, yeah, just just been having some fun trying to learn new experiences. Hey, man, that's that's definitely something. I, I love like hearing, it was really crazy listening uh, about your radio, about how like you start, like how did that even start? Like I want like a little segment of how like your first semester at Auburn was. That must have been like a crazy transition. Yeah, so, <clears throat> excuse me, clear my throat. So first semester, a little outline of it. So I get here and um, I'm not going to do a health thing because I have a little well, epilepsy kick up a little bit, but that's not the uh, point of it. So <laughs> it already started the before I really got into it. It was already crazy, but, you know, we, uh, we, we're tough. We truck along. <laughs> so um so the beginning of the semester I get here and I I know a couple people but the campus is so ginormous I didn't really know anybody (laughs) so I get here and I don't know anyone so my uncle um who works at the um apartment complex I'm at he tells me he's like yo so there's this um uh uh, bus uh, setup Auburn has to help people get a- around because it's so big. So I learned about riding on it. So and all that. So I, and it's so helpful because even if I was driving, I wouldn't because these people are crazy. I'm talking like aggressive, not knowing the rules of the road, all that. So, um, so I, I ride the bus and I get to Auburn has a whole bunch of buildings but there's this one called the Student Center. And it's awesome. They have, a, um, you know, different restaurants and all kinds of stuff. So I um, I decide to, you know, do some walking around and finding out about the Student Center. So I'm there and um, I see that there's this thing and it says the, um, the arts. Well, it doesn't say the arts. It says... Um, I don't even remember the title of it, but my point is I read it and it says um, the TV and radio station, students station. And I'm like, holy cow. So um, I go in there and I'm looking around and I ask the um, the advisor and a couple students and I'm like, hey, um, you know, what, what really 
you know, how do we get involved and what are some of the stuff we can do? And um, they, they explain and they're saying, you know, all right, so we're mostly internet based, but you know, there are some areas where it actually shows up. So they explain, you know, we have sports and news and um, stuff like that. And me not being much of a sports guy, I'm like, ooh, that'd be really cool to get involved with the news. So they um, explain that, you know, that we do a weekly show um, twice a week and it'll be Monday night and Thursday night. And they say, if you want to get started up, just show up. So I get there and, um, you know, we run a show and that we have anchors and the people that, you know, will do different jobs like teleprompters, cameras and all that good stuff. So um, I get there and they just let me, they teach me the ropes and I write a, um, so then after, you know, a couple weeks or whatever, we have these things called daily updates where uh, Monday through Friday, actually, we'll do quick little one to two minute long segments where we just talk about what might be going on on campus or the surrounding areas. They're like, yo, Oliver, would you like to do that? And I'm like, holy cow, my, um, you know, first semester. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So um, that was another way I got involved. Um, I wrote my first article. That was cool. Oh, what was that about? So it was during the time of, I actually can try to find the uh, title of it. I actually remember it was such an exciting event. Um, it, I was like, I've got to write it, but I didn't have my own profile on the website mm -hmm. time. So it was, um, it was still fun knowing that I wrote it. So I actually just was reminiscing about that oh, yeah. today. It was called, um, it was a COVID-19 thing because mm -hmm. the first semester, it was still pretty huge. So oh. it was saying, um, it was an update from the campus talking about people need to be uh, aware of self-reporting. So I wrote that and they, um, they put it on the website for content. So yeah, that was my uh, first article. And um, okay, right. So I also heard, uh, was it correct that um, like Trenton went up there and got an interview with you? Uh, not or was that a different radio station? That might have been a different one. Yeah, it was, but it's funny. I can um talk to you about that because Trenton actually his band was involved with that radio station. Um, on my show, I was the first time that um Kids with Matches was played on like a uh, like an actual radio station. You know that puts it out on you know accessible radio waves to get on um traditional radios. So yeah. actually correct. Uh, um, Trenton has been involved with the radio station. And mm -hmm. I, that was when he told me, he was like, yo, man, this means so much. Um, and so that was something I'll always be able to say, cause I know their band's going to blow up and make it oh, big. Yeah. I'll be able to be like, yeah, you know, I was the first to, to play them on the radio. So yeah, that was awesome. And that's, yeah, that's pretty good to hear. Okay, like, 
So, you know, you probably heard some crazy stuff that went down while I was like, you know, doing school stuff. And now that I'm out, things have gotten even more, I guess, interesting now, right? What? More interesting. Not more interesting. Uh, I remember hearing your stuff with Trent and I was like, <laughs> and I heard like the romantic stuff. I'm like, dang, Jason's the man. How could it have gotten more crazy? Wait, romantic stuff? I did? What? Well, I thought you were talking about like some girl was like trying to meet up with you or whatever. Oh, I don't remember that. All right, all right, well, scratch that. How has it gotten well, more crazy though? No, no, no. Like maybe it did happen. I just forgot. <laughs> Well, but, but how could life have gotten more crazy? Please uh, elaborate. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> feelings wise, you know, uh, before right now, feelings wise, I was pretty much kind of like a bit worried and a bit uh, scared about, you know, my future in my life because I'm just like, oh, my God, it's like, I don't know, like what to do. I don't know what's necessarily the right decision because all like there's just been like there was just one thing that happened that it's very minuscule it's like whatever like it's, it's whatever but it branched a lot of thoughts to cam come in about you know like kind of like you know you kind of want to do this life thing right and you don't want to have to make a bad decision that could potentially ruin like things so I was kind of like at that point where I was like just constantly like driving myself crazy trying to figure out, you know, what exactly is the blueprint when it came to life. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, and I'm also, I'm working at us, I'm doing a summer camp thing and that itself is crazy. I can go on about that. We can probably go about that in a minute, but it's just like, I guess first thing is talk about this interesting thing that happened last night, actually. Uh, talk about improv. I mean, I mentioned in Trenton's, uh, I mentioned just back in the previous pod that I was in an improv class with my second grade teacher. And I talked with Trenton, it was like, yo, at some point I'm gonna reveal myself and say, hey, I know you but I didn't know when to do it yet. I did tonight. <laughs> that's why I had to push <laughs> How did that go? I had, to, that's the reason why I pushed it back. Cause after I was like, okay, eight o'clock, I realized, oh no, I'm going to be an improv class at that time. And it went, it went swimmingly. It went great, but. The swimming, I love it. But that then something happened. In the beginning of, the improv class the day i figured out that hey that's my second grade teacher i knew what the universe was putting in place <laughs> oh <laughs> snap what what I, I is it like, something good or not good <laughs> i mean just weird just kind of a little potential awkward i was like i bet we're gonna play an improv game where we're probably going to be a couple. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what I knew. I was like, the pieces are there. I just hope that it never comes to it. So, it 
I'm it guessing did. it's something not good. <laughs> and it did. It, it happened. We were playing an improv game, and she just, you know, she kind of, like, just said it. It was like, she was kind of, like, said, yeah, we've been, like, 20 years and blah, blah, blah. And I just rolled with it because I was just like, hey, we're playing the game. And, you know, throughout <laughs> improv, we're, there's this whole thing about, hey, don't block somebody. And, I mean, theater blocking is, you know, movement. But in improv blocking is like, hey, saying no to somebody. Where mm-hmm. in kind of like in this whole improv game, in this whole like improv genre, it's like always say yes always kind of just roll with it like just no matter what it's like just go with it so I was just like okay I'm with it and I wasn't exactly uncomfortable I wasn't uncomfortable I was just whatever but I went back after we got done playing the game I went back and sat down I was like man who would have thought like just that would happen. I mean, I knew that would happen, but it's just like, I was like, man, who would have imagined, like, fucking, like, years from now, the person that you're teaching, like, the second grade student that you're just over there teaching, like, years later, you guys going to share class together, and that's going to happen. Like, that's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Now, here's the thing. Was it just a coincidence that you were supposed to be a couple or was it you think she was trying to hint at something? No, no, no way. No way. <laughs> okay, good, good. It was just, you know, I th- no, nah. I think it was just like, you know, she just said it. And, you know, because the improv, we kind of just, it's the whole thing is just like, we're just talking. Like, we're all just right, like, right, cool, roll cool. it, like, just a, you know, keep it just so like, just a popping idea. So definitely not. But good, because that'd be weird. (laughs) It was definitely great to see her again. We even, I even like kind of like exchanged, you know, numbers with her because I was just like, I want to keep up with her. I want to like, and also with this whole improv thing, I've been really, really like trying to, it's really been teaching me with not just like life situations, of, but also just like one of the things I really grappled onto about this whole like thing was just the idea of like bold choices like how kind of like to kind of like just like we've been we've been learning about you know making a statement and like we were kind of like moving the story along of because like most time in improv we're just creating a story you don't really have a script or just like we're given a situ we're given like a goal and or something like a situation and we just play along with it and like kind of like make up this story and how to like make up that story is through like bold choices so I'm just like so I think it's not just like helping me improve as a performer but I feel like it's also helping me like improve as a person as well just like to make I guess I guess not necessarily like like kind of I guess could play into like uh, this whole like life thing I'm just trying to figure out still I mean I feel like at this point, though, I kind of stopped trying to figure out life. I'm just like, man, just do you, bro. <laughs> I, I feel that. I feel that. I'm just kind of like <laughs> seeing like what comes next. Like, it's weird. Like, I, I've just, 
I'm at the point where I think like not having a plan is good. <laughs> and as you said, with the bold choices, that's pretty cool. So are you saying like, you feel like the bold choices are like uh, making you think, oh, well, not turning back now. Let's just see where we go from here. <laughs> well, I guess not really, maybe that, but I feel like it's more of just, A, don't be afraid to do something. <laughs> like, because... I think because one of the things I thought of while driving, like driving back here, was kind of just like this idea that there's this thing that kind of been ingrained in me, like ingrained to uh, stay under the radar <laughs> or like not really trying to make big choices or, you know, like trying <laughs> to, you know, like just do something like against your fear or maybe like in the end, like to make that choice and just maybe like stick with that choice or something where it's I guess just not letting fear dictate and just like, hey, make a choice, do something and, you know, never be afraid to like, cause I would say as well, like, I feel like right now performer me and I guess just me are kind of like helping each other. Cause I feel like definitely with improv, I realized how, sort of afraid I was you know like I was just I feel like I don't know it's just I feel like I was just afraid to just kind of just exist because <laughs> you I mean was, just acting wise right I mean I feel like both I don't know but it's just like but probably acting wise yeah but I was just like I was just it was it's something where it's like I was just afraid to like just do stuff so now that I'm kind of like creeping out of my shell to like you know I think like okay right I know I'm backtracking but whatever yeah no it's cool scripts like with acting I feel like with scripts in the end it's comfortable because everything is planned out like the script is basically like the plan like you Uh, know oh yeah 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 like you know who's going to say what you know who how they're going to react you know what's going to happen. And then with improv, which is why I feel like it's been helping with helping me sort of with a life as well. That in improv, there is no really a script. You don't really know how someone's going to react or what someone's going to do. Like, I feel like oftentimes with improv, all you're given is a setting and a goal. And that's like the games are oftentimes is like, okay, here's a setting, here's, you know, your objective, and, you know, here's this other person's objective, and in this game, it's like, I have to listen so I can, like, you know, help this other person out, like, fill their objective, but at the same time, I gotta make sure that my objective is done, so it kind of, like, so I guess, I guess that's oftentimes, like, interesting stories as well, it's like, two people like with different objectives kind of like clashing in and like trying to work weave their selves into you know I guess each other's objective or something but it's just like I feel like okay yeah I feel like um improv just been helping me a lot with I guess life of just kind of like you know this sort of going with the flow while at the same time kind of just you know I guess like just don't be afraid to like just do something you know to make things interesting or you know uh, just 
to maybe make a smart choice or something like that. You gave me the craziest like like realization or analogy or whatever you, you want to call it. You said life can be like a script where you know what's going to happen. That's kind of like when someone has their hand over you or whatever telling you to do something. And then when it's improv, you got these crazy things that can happen that might not have been planned, but can open up a awesome door. Like when you said that, I was just like, whoa, like mind blown. (laughs) That was the craziest thing I've probably heard in like months. Yeah, because great way to look at it. Yeah, that's kind of just what I thought. Like with, yeah, (laughs) I guess they can like lingo as well with just this thing of just like one I guess one of the things uh with improv as well is like the idea of opportunity the idea of like like I think there was this one time where I forgot the exact situation but I don't know my partner my scene partner was kind of like talking and I had objective but you know I was just letting him talk and then as he was talking I saw this opportunity that after he said I was like oh my god this is like the perfect time to weave my thing in and I did and completely worked I was like oh my god (laughs) nice nice yeah yeah but yeah it's just yeah what you said I think also yeah it's just probably just like with life there's we have really no idea of what the script is we're just kind of like just doing our best with like doing what we need to do, like doing what we uh, feel is needed. You know, we're just yeah, kind of like, it's kind of like the thing of just like, no matter what's going on in the end, we still have our objective. It's funny you say that because I can think of an example, if you don't mind me saying, because I can prove that this is actually valid for real life. If, if you don't mind me giving the example. Of course, this is, of course. A minute. Uh, yeah. That's kind of like me when I ended up at Auburn, you know, because I'm here. And because when I was at SU, both of us, you know, we have something going on at all times. And then I, I got here and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to have work and nothing else. No community, no anything. So, well, I mean, the community is the school, but you know what I mean? Like, like the, you know, when we were both at SU, you know, we had our theater people. Yeah. And I got here and I'm like, I'm just going to be in class. So I was like, well, I found out about the TV and radio and stuff. I was like, oh, that, that'd be great. You know, people I can be with and, you know, make those connections. And then we have things in common. So, um. So, so back to the beginning. So I get there and, you know, the improv analogy, Um, I get here and my end goal was to, to build some kind of a connection with people I have something in similar or in common. So, you know, I had the goal, but I didn't know how I would go about it. And then I get there, I meet the people and they tell me how to get involved. So was my example of improv at the beginning of my journey here and that was that was such an interesting way that you put it and now I totally have that connection about how life can be you have to improv oh yeah yeah I think at the first time in class 
they were mm-hmm. talking about how like you know uh how the game can help with like uh how uh, improv can help with uh, social skills it can help with uh you know kind of like with the creativity of like really like turning that mind on to think of all the possible ways because sometimes the games are can be really tricky not tricky but it's kind of like if it forces you to kind of like okay think of things differently and uh to perhaps you know when going at an objective of trying to make somebody do something is like without saying it directly it's kind of like okay how can how can I give them this hint of, okay, this is what I need you to do? Or, you know, what situation can I give them where it forces them to do the thing that I want them to do? So it's kind of like, I guess, trying to find loopholes of those rules. Yeah. All right. That That's interesting as well. Are you saying you, you incorporate the game of trying to, to get them to do something and you're saying that's how you you can reflect on that when in life you think, well, I got to get something done. How can I, um, you know, how can I kind of get situation go in my favor? Is that kind of what you're saying? How you can uh, use that in real life? Oh, oh, I mean, not really that. I was just like explaining a bit of improv, but like, if we're talking about like- I'm just trying to get too deep, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I think the ultimate connection I see between improv and life is just this thing of just like, I guess like what you said, like with uh, plays and all that, we have like this total script of with life, it's kind of just like we have nothing, but you know, what we want, like our objective of like, here's what I want to do. And we just try our best to like achieve that as best as can. But I think, I mean, so far what I've been trying to do or what I want to start doing on now one is just make bold choices of just like hey you want to do this okay go do it don't let fear you know hold you back and that's what I've been trying to I'm what I'm planning on starting doing because fear can be a bitch you know mm-hmm. I just be sometimes I just be like uh scared to really do things or really sometimes even say things because I realize uh, one of the things is when we go against our fear and sometimes either you know take those greater risks or you know just you know say what we want to say we don't realize until then that oh my god that thing that was so scary that that thing that I was so afraid to say turned out to be a great (laughs) idea or turns out to be really funny you know yeah I'm sorry I was I was trying to look too deep into it but so you were just simply talking about an improv game but I feel like an interesting way to get your mind working you said that you try to get them to do something you want so is that like has that been something that's kind of helped out your mind do you think like wise I think I mean definitely it it definitely helps me become better improv uh, I think I, I've sort of passed up a chance to audition for a play to do to really to stick. Oh to my, my goodness! Interview. How did that happen? Well, it's because it was just improv and auditions, kind of like we're co-lingling. I was like, eh. but also because I was really hesitant because I was thought uh, the cast list it said you know most of the guys were pretty like young, like eleven. But they were willing to like 
age him, age him up. And I was like, in the end, I was like, eh, I'm glad I passed it up because I've done, I haven't done a lot of plays, but, you know, I've done enough to where I have the idea of, okay, this is what a play is, you know, I'm familiar with it. But improv, I'm, you know, I'm not familiar with. So I was like, I want to stick with this because, A, I've already stuck with these guys long enough to where I feel sort of like bonded with these guys. And, you know, it's a chance to learn a new skill that could really help me with performance. And, yeah, just I feel like it could definitely help me with performance. It could definitely help me with like the idea of like, you know, maybe getting the character, you know, be more willing performances because improv it just shakes that fear off especially when like you have no idea what you're going to do until you do it you know it's really awesome you say that and I think it's great that you're saying I want to learn um something new and you know obviously you had your the bond with the people um after doing it I don't know how long but however long and I feel like that's a really um, nice, uh, you know, uh, good, I don't know what word, a mature way to look at it because some people are like, they start doing something and they're like, oh, I'm, I can, uh, I'm in this, you know, area and you don't want to walk out of that area. And by you walking out of that area into your improv, you're not only building up these skills, but you're having a lot of fun in the progress so so I'm, I'm pretty sure that you've uh you're glad you made that decision oh yeah oh yeah I'm glad because I mean this definitely can like blend into something mm -hmm. else that this is going to connect to something else in a minute but it's like when you were mentioned something about uh sticking to your uh niche I definitely felt that um because I think at first I sort of I didn't dislike improv, but I knew, oh yeah, this, that was rough. <laughs> I, I, was, I was very, uh, I was very hesitant at first to do like play improv games and whatnot, because it was just very scary. And I mentioned this a little bit in the previous podcast with Trenton about how it's just this thing of, you know, I've been doing theater at least a decent amount and had feedback where I sort of expect now when you walk, when I do something theater related, I'm going to be good at it. Like, that's kind of like my expectations. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to be like perfect, but maybe I am, but who knows? I'm, I just <laughs> said when I walk in, I'm just like, I'm going to be good. Just do my thing. Just go at it. And this is kind of like the first time, probably since, well, not that long ago, because uh, Mr. Williams de definitely sent me back. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he's not scared to send anybody back. And yeah, like, he would use some kick-ass stuff, and I'm like, oh, I didn't see anything wrong. <laughs> back to your stuff yeah but um but yeah with the improv i was just like okay yep i'm back at something where i'm not originally good at but i'm gonna stick around to get better at it and you know it's a good environment it's very like understandable but it's also like we want you to get better 
And with Mr. With Mr. Williams, oh yeah, he definitely like, um, I mean, he yeah, he definitely like sent me back. But I was also was this like understanding of like, you know, he wanted me to get better, and he definitely helped me. I feel like what he mainly helped me with was like diction, even though mm-hmm. uh, with diction. I mean, I feel like I'm still having a bit of problems, but he helped me realize it and work on it. And I definitely feel that I've approved, like improved um, over, you know, the case of the uh, years, you know, and that, okay, that thing about the niche, that's going to probably help me blend over to the summer camp. I work uh-huh. at summer camp now. Well, only for this week. After that, I'm stepping down to go full time on being a door dasher because I just love door dashing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it really is like it's a fun job. All I do is sit in my car, drive to places, and deliver and get five star ratings. Nice. Heck yeah, bro. But, um, I was a, a counselor uh, in 2019, but I feel like that was a different time. I don't know why. Maybe because I feel like back then, I don't, I remember my first day working, uh, last, which was last week for this summer. And after that first day, I was like, what made me think that I was good with kids? <laughs> Like, I was, I'm specifically watching over K through one. And at times I just got a little like frozen because I just didn't know how to really like to really talk to them. Like, I know how to like make them do things. Like, I know how to look like, hey, guys, move over here or hey, guys, sit right here. You know, I know how to make them do stuff. But I don't know how to, I feel like I don't know how to really level with a kid. I just know, okay, if they feel a little afraid, you know, speak some stuff. But like today, there was a kid that was afraid to come into the gym. And I tried to like talk, but in the end, I was just like, I don't know how to convince them to walk in here. Because I know they're probably, I think it was her first day. And she was shy, but I just didn't know how to like talk to her. So in the end, I just brought another counselor in to talk to her while I'm just walking, you know, doing the walk of shame. I'm just like, (laughs) I don't, I don't know what to do, (laughs) but I mean, I sent in my resignation form like last week because I, in the end, I was like, you know what? I want to do door dashing because I also knew I could probably make way more money doing DoorDash. So I was like, why not do the thing that I like while at the same time, you know, make probably way, way more, more money, you know? And, and uh, I mean, no offense to the summer camp. I, I love what they do. And I definitely, you know, idolize some of the people there, like some of the people there, well, not idolize, but there's like this particularly one woman there who, you know, runs the camp. And I'm just like at awe at 
how she does things. Because I remember in the orientation training, how we were all just uh, hung out and I saw her and I originally, because she's close to my age, which was strange to me. Because I was just like, and she runs it. She she doesn't run the whole camp, but she's oh, like, but you mean she's over it, yeah? Yeah, she's like over it, and she's oh, that's like, cool, that's cool. She, she's not. I don't think she's the same age, but she's definitely bad around my age, like maybe twenty or something. She's doing her thing. I'm just like, at first, I thought this was just going to be hilarious. I was just like, because I'm usually used to these like people that watch over the camp be like people that could be the same age as my mom (laughs) yeah yeah that's what you would expect (laughs) yeah so to come in and be like the person that is making my schedule and is running this show is someone who I probably graduated with that was crazy to me but so I thought okay this is just going to be probably a bit of a madhouse. <laughs> but so far, I think it's running pretty good. I mean, at least to me, it is. I think it's running pretty good. And I just see how she does things and how she just able to make her presence known to the children and how, you know, they can take her seriously. I'm just like, I, you're amazing. <laughs> hey i mean there's nothing wrong with that that means when you know you're meant to be doing it and you're 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 like you own it and that can apply for anything that can apply to you as a doordash or you can like <laughs> you might have somebody ride with you and you're like this is how you do it this is how you get those five star ratings and i guess that just shows when you know you're meant for it or you know that's your thing to do and I feel like you make your presence known in other fields, you know? Yeah, I've definitely feel that, you know, with DoorDash, okay, right. I be getting five stars and I just noticed one of the things was like, every time I, most of the time I get a five star is when I talk to somebody. Like, Oh, cool. I noticed that like, if oftentimes with the DoorDash request, you don't really talk to talk to the customer. You just leave their stuff on on the front porch and you just go on about your day. Like you just leave. Uh Uh-huh. But I always notice when it comes to like, if they ask me to hand it to them or when I pull up and coincidentally they're outside. Mm -hmm. That's when I usually get the five star because I guess it's because they see my face and I'm just talking and they see, oh, he's a pretty cool guy. I mean, I don't really go on full on uh, conversations, but I just be like, hey, you know, here's your stuff, you know, hope you have a wonderful day, uh, you know, like it was, you know, it wasn't they really see- much problem to bring this stuff to you and stuff like that. They see you have character and you're not just one of those bums, like weirdo looking <laughs> neck beard something. Oh yeah. He's just, I, I just like rolled up and I was just like, you know, yeah, and I remember I rolled up to Hooters with the. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I rolled up to Hooters. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I use that voice. That's not your voice. 
yeah, I rolled up because like that was one of my orders was was like, oh, I'm at Hooters. I had to go to Hooters like two times in one day. Where people, I'm, I think a certain like one of the women uh, remembered me. It's like, hey, you were here last time. I was like, yes. And I have a different order for so-and-so. And they're just like, okay. And I'm just like, man, I'm getting like uh, memorized. And oh yeah, remember uh, earlier in the conversation how I was talking about how I was like afraid to make a choice and it was like a small uh-huh, uh-huh. This choice was to quit you know, summer camp and go full-time DoorDash. Because <laughs> I thought I was making a mistake. I thought it was just like quitting the why. And you know, that's just crazy. Because it's just like, I feel like the why, well, one is kind of like, uh, it was just uh, this kind of like the safety job. Not safety mm-hmm. job, but it's just like, you know, one of the reasons I took that, took the job was because I thought it was just safe. You know, it was just like, hey, I've already done this. I know this field. I can just stick to it and ride it out. Even though... As time, you know, progressed, I was just like, hmm, this might not be something I completely want, but I'm going to do it. And then DoorDash came along and I was just like, hmm, this is a pretty fun job that I like and that I totally want to do it. And I did it and I'm... And I was just like afraid. I was just kept questioning things. I was just like, I'm making a wrong decision. And then that led that thought led into other stuff of just like, how do I know I'm making the right decisions? How do I know if I'm making the wrong decision? And I'm just like, I'm living in a world where I don't know what's necessarily right or wrong until I do it. And I'm just like sitting there just like constantly just thinking about, okay, how do I need to think of things? in order to really like do this. And I was just in a weird, uh, just thinking of uh, just rampage for probably like a week or something. It's interesting you say that because you, I think you're just, by doing DoorDash, you, you're doing something earlier that you would have had to do eventually. Cause you said you were just working at a summer camp, right? Yeah. So you would have had to, figure something out eventually, right? So why not do it early? Sure. So I can assure you, um, this is a decision you're probably going to, I mean, I'm sure you're already glad you did it. Oh yeah, like I made way more money in three hours than I would have made, you know, at the at the camp. In three hours? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's uh, awesome. I'll text you. I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'm going to like necessarily say on the, I'm oh, you don't talk. have to tell me. I understand talking about money isn't oh, some, yeah. is really, you know, um, something a lot of people do. So I wasn't asking. I just think it's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's just like because how it is, is mainly like tips uh-huh. and, you know, DoorDash pay and stuff like that. I mean, I guess the only downside of doing the DoorDash is like I have to do my own taxes. Like I have to- Ooh, taxes. <laughs> But I mean, I know the know the formula. What I have to do is basically like as my time there throughout my uh, little shifts that I make, I have to keep track of the mileage of okay, how much does it take for me to drive from drive around there? 
And then I have to like do some math and, you know, subtract this, this thing. And then they take 15.3% of that and stuff like that. So I'm just like, okay. I mean, it was definitely a bit frightening at first looking at it, but now that I know, okay, here's the equation of how to do it. I'm just like, okay, okay. For the most part, just need to try my best to keep track of the mileage. Yeah, it's interesting you say about taxes and you seem to have it pretty down, knowing your percentages and stuff. Because yeah. apparently when you do crypto uh, currency, I, I, even though Robinhood is a uh, stock app, they were like, you got to take your taxes out. And I guess I haven't done, made as much as you have to at the minimum because nobody's asked me about taxes. So hopefully the IRS doesn't come after me. <laughs> oh, you doing cryptocurrency? Um, yeah, just a tad bit. I'm not trying to do it as an income, just to make a little side money. Like um, I have a friend that told me. And so um, I got it spread over multiple websites, which I really need to <laughs> get it put on one or two because it's hard to know how much you're making at one time. Um, Robin is the easiest, I would say, for beginners. Well, I mean, I am a beginner. Um, because they got a few um, on Doge. I've made about 20. Well, I haven't made because I haven't cashed it in yet, but I have about $23 profit. But yeah, um, not to go off on the tangent, but cryptocurrency is interesting. Um, just be safe with it. Don't like put your whole life savings in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just interesting to learn about it because I, I mean, I don't really dabble in stuff mm -hmm. like that because I'm just. I don't know, I think part of it is because, like, my family, like, way back then, it was, like, different. my family is very, like, eh, about it. And probably that affected me a little bit, but also it's just, like, I don't really know anything about it. So I'm just, like, eh, if I don't need to get involved with it, why bother, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I have family that has been, I know what you mean, the eh about other situations. But with this, it really wasn't because, I mean, I have my own card and my own bank account and stuff so i was like yeah why not yeah. And i did it more for learning about it for later in life than right now because like i said i only put a few dollars in at a time um so it's not like anything crazy's happened even though there's ups and downs um so i mean if you want to try it, just put a few dollars in um but yeah you hear all these stories of people that like lose like i can't think of one in specifically right now but like let's just say forty thousand dollars and like even though it'll eventually go back up it might not for a very long time see that's that's where people mess up whether it be cockiness or a gambling issue who knows but um or lack of research but um if you're a regular like you just put a few dollars in, nothing, nothing's gonna mess you up. You don't have to worry about it for real. All right, all right, yeah. I remember there was like a big stock thing going on with like, mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, I saw this like uh, daily, I uh, saw this um thing on Instagram talking about how, you know, <laughs> like middle schoolers and so can start putting in money 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there just like, imagine sitting down in the middle school cafeteria talking about God knows whatever, probably like, I don't know, like probably just something that probably shouldn't be talked about in a middle school cafeteria. But um, probably mm-hmm. them just, and next thing you know, it's like, yeah. So how's your stock going, Brad? Oh my God. Wait, you mean it's the website where you don't actually use money, right? I, I'm not sure. I mean, I hope they're using money because that I had a teacher that wanted us to use it. It was called, um, oh my God, what was the name of it? Stock. It's not Stock Jungle. It's like Stock something. I forget it, but yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Because I'm just like, man, imagine getting rich and like, I feel like that could start like a whole like hierarchy with middle school. I mean, if you I'm have the like, money, do it. <laughs> like there's the like there's nerds, jocks, and then there's the stockbrokers or some shit. The like, boys that show up in their business suits. <laughs> the boys that like I just imagine like the comebacks of teachers is like, hey, if you don't have a stock, you can't talk to me like this. Like, yeah, no, you can't talk to me. Go buy some Amazon. It's like, and then it's like prom. It's just like the prom king is just like some stock dude. It's like, yeah, man, I invested thousands on AMC. No, like, oh my gosh, AMC. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, no, saying. give me my gold. <laughs> but I'm just like, man. I feel like that was just a crazy uh, time for stocks. I mean, I didn't do anything, but I was just like, man, it's just crazy just to watch Twitter explode about uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. And that's the thing. Even though I did a little bit, I didn't do a bunch because even though I have a bunch, I'm just, I know, I'm not saying anything. I know you, you're a bit of a saver, much like myself. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And well, actually, I was having trouble with Robinhood at the time, I, and I didn't get signed up in time, so I didn't get to jump on any of that AMC stuff before it crashed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's back at a decent price now, but um, but it's so you were talking about how crazy it is. It that time was insane. So um, sorry, okay. I had to take a sip. Oh, uh, it's all good. I'm just so okay. So went to you about your school. Is there anything I guess interesting going on like with uh with uh like personal life or just like you know any relationships or anything? <sighs> Got friend relationships. That's nice. That's nice. With the gang. I wish I could have a uh that kind of relationship, but I just I don't know. I'm always on the lookout, but just haven't found the person yet. Like, hey man, that's it's that's just hard. Okay. I guess it's because I'm, I don't know. I guess it's just haven't found the the one yet. And I know it's, it's cliche, but I haven't found any yet. Hey, man, that's completely just, okay. You I guess know. it's being in the new area and stuff. But I mean, I look at it like, hey, I mean, I'm building my brand. <laughs> hey, man, just you rocking and rolling, doing your thing. Man. That's, that's all that really counts. And on one hand, it gets me in situations where I'm like, eh, I wish. But on the other hand, I'm like, hey, why not? I mean, I'm just, I got plenty of time for that. <laughs> but yeah. um, you're asking about personal. Um, 
what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm gonna start back up with the um, radio stuff eventually and like learning the new talent or not talents, but learning the new skills. Um, what else personal? Um, I'm trying to think, just some hard classes. Yeah, I, I mean, I can get into a little something. Well, not something, but just something I have in my phone right now. Uh, did you know that I started uh, a uh, <laughs> Instagram account for my, uh, you know, pot for the podcast account? Wait, you did? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I got to follow that. Yeah, it's literally just called, you know, just look up after the after school special, but like do like, uh, <laughs> what's the little thing it's called? It's like an underscore? Yeah, underscore. The yeah, underscore. yeah, underscore. Yeah, the underscore, you know, after school special. I started that thing in hopes that I was like, you know, maybe some people might find me and, you know, they will get into my podcast. But it was also something that, that I set up for, you know, people that perhaps listen to the podcast or do something like that can, you know, come over and talk to me about stuff or, you know, just a good way to set up a conversation because, one of the things I feel like the one of the reasons, one of the reasons that are brewing right now about this podcast. I mean, besides you know, like just fun conversations and the finally said I did a fucking podcast because I've been because I this has been this has been something that's been talked about for hell yeah years. Uh, not necessarily me doing a podcast, but just you know doing some podcast related and starting in August like when it was really brewing uh, with the COVID-19 and then, mm-hmm. you know, not wanting to stop after, you know, my, uh, after uh, other people were like, eh, we're going to be taking a little bit of a uh, break for a while. I was just like, I'm just going to keep going. And so, yeah, this is just like a perfect thing to just not just like do, you know, what I want to do, but also it was just great to, uh, I guess like this can be a great place to like, you know, like talk to new people, have conversations and stuff like that. And one of the quickest things I learned, you know, about this whole podcasting is that once it's up on the internet, it's like up forever, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet because people can <laughs> people can record or screen record or yeah on their phone or one of the other endless ways. <laughs> and one of the things I noticed is right, I took down an episode. Not really for anything like bad. It was just like, eh, you know. weren't feeling it. Yeah, I wasn't feeling it. I took it down, and you know, okay, it's down on all the official sites that it usually can be on. But there's this one site that I found it on. It's it's literally exactly like what it is. I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> you can. St- still find it no matter what was it all on like some sketchy site like like audio to listen dot czx or something i mean i don't think it was anything like sketchy but it was just like the fact that i can still find it was just crazy to me i was like man okay you know i had that thought the other day i was like when you make it or think about it because when you're well known your chances of becoming a meme or obviously high. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna, and stuff spreads whether people know you or not. And I'm like, that would freak me out knowing that like, 
my face will be screenshot on so many people's phones that, that I don't know. It's interesting. I kind of like one of the things, you know, posting these pot, like there's some things, there's like perhaps one episode so far where I posted where I was like, mm, I should have edited that out. I mean, I'm not really so much of an editing person. For the most part, all I know to do is like, okay, cut things down. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, okay, maybe I should have like tried to somewhat cut that out because it was just getting a little too personal or just a bit, maybe a bit too like accusation, you know? Ooh, yeah. But, you know, and sometimes like I'll try to stay away from like, perhaps maybe talking about like perhaps like politics or something like that oh yeah that's a no-no yeah that's no fun it's mainly just because like i don't really know much about politics (laughs) hey i mean that's all right and also it's just like you know just this thing of just like okay i posted up here and now i'm like hmm i mean that's the main reason i just don't talk about it's like i don't really know enough and I feel like something like that, I don't really feel 100%, I guess, comfortable, like, talking about it, like, it being recorded. Oh, yeah, no chance, because that stuff, people record that and reuse it in a second. Yeah, it's just can, I feel like it can probably be uh, mishandled, but it's just Yeah, exactly, and that junk is so polarized right now. Yeah. No one wants to use it as a sensible conversation piece. They just want to point fingers or, or uh, you know, throw rocks or whatever. Yeah, that is definitely like something that occurred because uh, there was this one episode of Sorry to Bother You, right? Uh-huh. That never got posted because we kind of soon realized that, hmm, this, this shouldn't be up. We're talking a bit about some people, some uh, politics, which part of me was like, why are we talking about this? Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't that it was necessarily like bad. It was just like, it was clear that only one person knows what they're talking about, or at least has an idea why the rest are either don't know, don't care or don't really feel 100% comfortable saying this on a recorded, like, pod. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not good. So it was just like, as the person was, like, talking, we're all just sitting there just like, yeah, man, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh-huh. so it was just like, yeah, we just kept nodding. And then I remember, like, after we stopped, we kind of just, like, you know, at some point, we like to have a career in entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. And we don't want anything potentially coming back to bite us in the ass. Like, sometimes I'm afraid of that. Sometimes I'm afraid of the shit I post. It is somewhat going to, like, come back to bite me in the ass. Which, so far, which, I mean, I believe that most of the stuff that I've posted you know, aren't really going to come back to bite me in the ass. I mean, for the most part... Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Like, for the most part, I believe that all the things I posted have been, you know, pretty much, you know, like, yeah, funny and maybe cool, but nothing that's going to, like, seriously harm me. Like, at most, 
maybe like a family member might listen to this and might view me differently. But for the most <laughs> oh, I part, I feel that I'm talking yeah, about myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, it's like nothing you know truly or horrendous. And oftentimes, I kind of just think if something does get posted where it's kind of like, eh, I can just say, hey, you know, that was from like a different time. Like I would definitely say my some of my sorry to bother you episodes. I was like, okay, I went a little too deep there. I probably shouldn't have said that, but for the most part, like I remember there's one episode where I remember like my first episodes, I was like, for some reason, like really like sad. I mean, there was a reason, but I just, I was like, just always like going deep and just like talking and people would just love that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's weird. It was like, people would just love like, I mean, they would love it because it was, you know, relatable and stuff like that. But it was just like, <laughs> I remember making a joke. It's like, if they love this episode of me literally talking about how bad my birthday was, the next episode should just be me crying. <laughs> Damn, they don't need to. Oh, no, don't be that guy. Like, you don't need to keep, you don't need to be like, mm, they like my sad stuff. So let me, let's find what else I can do. Let me go pop a car tire. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think like probably like the maybe the somewhat near like the maybe like close to the last episode <laughs> of Sorry to Bother You before we uh for us taking a break. Uh it was probably like the first episode where it's like, man, I'm like genuinely happy. I was like, or at least I'm like, you know, I'm not really doing any like sad, deep stuff. I'm just like, you know, talking with my friend that I haven't spoken to in like a year. Yeah, that sounds much more fun to to me than just getting on a mic and being like, hmm, what happened this week? You know, I like focusing on, you know, whatever is funny or whatever cool is happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you've been enjoying this a lot. Oh, yeah, man. It's been definitely fun just recording this. I mean, I would say uh, this pod has definitely made me step out into um, uh, talk to with certain people. Like, I tried to aim with some interviews, uh, not interviews, but, you know, conversations, you know, just I I'm just very intrigued to just have conversations with the pod because, you know, it's definitely cool i think the greatest thing about uh what really makes i guess maybe like any form of entertainment but so far the only thing i recognize is maybe a bit of uh uh plays and podcasting is really just the responses man just like seeing numbers and you know hearing uh different people telling you how cool it is to really just uh hear you talk or to uh, you know hear your beautiful voice it's just like oh hell yeah that's awesome the funniness of it is just like it kind of fuels you to do more but also just like you know it's very crazy that's like wow you really took the time out of your day to listen to me talk (laughs) that's gotta be an awesome feeling actually when you asked me to be on it I was like oh my gosh yes after I heard Trent's and the way Trent and you just you had that uh, cool, you know, conversation. And I'm like, yo, I, I, to be a part of that. And like you said, people listen. I'm like, yeah, I'll be on it. 
yeah, man, it's just. So have you gotten any like really cool responses so I mean, far? So far, nothing really like huge, but definitely like just from, you know, friends and uh, stuff like that, who will just be like, hey, you know, I listened. That was pretty cool. And one of the things I highly expected from uh, interviewing uh, Trenton was the larger audience. That's one of the reasons, because in the beginning, I specifically interviewed people who were kind of like close friends of mine. And now I'm starting, I mean, there's still, I'm still interviewing people I know, but I'm somewhat trying to branch out and interview people who was like, okay, I might not completely know this person or, hey, I don't know this person at all, but they're interesting and I hope they're cool with me being podcast. Like I had some idea of, you know, bringing some people in the podcast or uh, asking someone over, you know, cause that would be crazy, you know, like that would, that would be crazy if, that would ever happen. <laughs> yeah, you want to make sure you want to know a little bit about them to be like, hmm, are they going to be stable? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's just, I just like want to record, you know, stuff that could be like just interesting. Like I know people will listen to, but also just like interesting and interesting discourse between me and the person, you know? I don't want to just like specifically aim for, oh yeah, I know you'll bring in people, but also just like, okay, can me and this person have like an interesting discourse about things? And I feel that you're like, I don't want to just, I, I like listeners, but I don't want it to be a boring listen. I want it to be a good one, not just a matter of, hey, how are you? I'm good, man. Um, what do you do? And then they answer, you'd be like, yeah, I, uh, I do this. And then it just go back to fourth blocky. You want that history, right? Yeah. That's what I, I I was thinking you were putting out. Yeah, man, it's the honorable way to look at it. You don't want to be like one of those, uh, you know, flat, you know, put. I gotta let if I get these listeners putting out flat content. You don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even getting paid for this, <laughs> dude. When you love something, it just it just happens. Yeah, like. I'm not getting really paid for this at all. This is like completely like just like enjoyment and, you know, something to do. Uh, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just a very fun time. of just like doing what I love. And I mean, I could, but I'm a little iffy on it, but I don't know. I, I might think about it. I mean, even if I do start getting paid for this, I'm not going to get paid a lot. <laughs> You're just probably going to be paid like nickels and dimes, literally. But it's funny you bring that up because I tell people this, whether it be a family member or friends or, you know, like yourself or whatever, I say, you know, starting out, do something. If you start out doing something you love, the the more audience you get, the more, you know, people be willing to pay. And as it, the, the bigger the show gets, because you got to remember, you're just starting the big show gets you'll start getting that ad revenue revenue they'll be like you know yo that's uh because you know you'll hear people say and today's episode is sponsored by such and such 
they'll be like, yo, we need to, we need to get on Chasen's show, you know, <laughs> his audience to find out it will come the bigger it gets. So don't worry, man, it, the, it'll happen. <laughs> I mean, in the end, I'm not really too worried about, it. I mean, friend, this is like for fun, but it's crazy. I mean, thinking about the, the longevity of <laughs> this podcast, I think it could last a definitely a long time, but not like as what people think of. It's like, oh yeah, this is going to be like, this isn't like, this isn't, I don't really necessarily see this as a job. I see this kind of like, hey, this is just something I do, you know, when I'm not really too busy. I mean, for the most part, podcasting isn't a necessarily like hard work. It's not somewhere it's like, oh, I have to do this. I do have to do this and that. It's like the most I ever have to do is just get the person to agree on a time and stick to it. And after that, once we meet and all I have to do is press record and start talking, that's it. And I love it that you found something that you do just for fun. And see, that's the thing. When you're doing something and you do it just for that, and like you said, you don't care about the pay or whatever, that's how you know that you're you're doing it because you enjoy it. See, when when someone mainly thinks, oh, I need to do it to get this big so I can make this money. No, when you do it just for fun, that's how you put out your best, uh, your best content. Because doing it just for the sake of doing it, and then you know, you're gonna be able to have that fun, have that chemistry. You don't have to, you don't have to you know, practice for, I mean, I mean, everybody has to practice for stuff, but you know what I mean? It's not like some people will do stuff they're bad at because you know what I mean? And the fact that you're doing this just for fun, that means that it's going to be stuff that people are going to enjoy. They're going to be like, yo, that's the, uh, the chasing guy. I can't wait to see who he has this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, man, this is, this is just all just one uh, big, just crazy, you know, time and just experience. And I'm going to try my best to just uh, keep going at it and keep uh, just enjoying doing this because, I mean, in the end, yeah, this is just really just fun. man. It's fun to just do this and be a part of this and to oddly enough be considered a content creator. And this has definitely... Uh, this has definitely created a little sting in me that this is something else that I'm planning on creating. And it's going to be for the pod that is going to definitely, I guess, tickle a certain uh, uh, creativity that I always want to do. And, you know, I mean, I'm not 100% going to say this is going to happen. But I'm definitely planning on it. And I'm just, I'm not going to say it completely here on the pod. But, you know, it's going to be cool if done right. It's just going mm-hmm. to be cool. So sometimes. you're saying something should be coming. Yeah, probably like soonish. Exciting. Soonish. I just need to start, you know, filming it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a quick question. Um, would you say that this is something you just decided to try because of COVID? Or do you think, because, you know, People are trying to find, you know, the um, the bright sides of stuff that people, you know, have been able to do positively. Do you think 
that's because of COVID, or do you think you would have done it anyway? What the pod? Yeah. Honestly, I might would I probably would have done it, but just later. I yes. think COVID really just probably just brought the need for it sooner. Uh huh. Because uh, it originally started with me and my friends with "Sorry to Bother You," and I think we just did that because probably COVID just made us bored and we Mm -hmm. were just like, Hey guys, remember that thing that we always talked about doing since we got literally nothing else to do. Let's just do it. (laughs) So there we go. That there's one of the uh, bright sides of stuff out of COVID. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely uh, some bright sides. I, it gave me some time to myself with, uh, to really uh, work on some things, to focus on some things. Like some people lost weight and some people did like focus mm-hmm. on health things and, you know, to catch up on some things. So it was really just, I mean, there was some bright sides to it. And I mean, overall it was a pretty uh, difficult time, I would say probably for everyone and just uh, trying to be a part of this uh, new normal. I mean, anything new is can be pretty scary and is I I think being a part of something new can be scary because where most people aren't really good at it, and mm-hmm. it's just this thing of I guess like going back, <laughs> uh, doing a whole circle back to niche of feeling of a I feel safe here because I know everything I already know I'm good at this thing. And trying something new, it requires failing at it and possibly yes. embarrassing yourself and, you know, beating yourself up about it. So messing that up, it you become afraid to do new things because it's just like, in the end, I don't want to look like an idiot and I don't want to fuck up and you know, just be embarrassing or, you know, tell myself this idea that, oh, I'm bad at this. And, you know, you think lesser of yourself. So the, yeah, that's, that's definitely like, yeah, just try. Yeah. What, what, what the fuck was I saying? Yeah. Try new stuff. Yeah. Don't be afraid to do things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, like, I bet you thought that at the beginning of the podcast, but then when you reflect and be like, you know, I've only been doing this, whatever time you might have had thoughts like that for a month or whatever, and then you're like, you know what, I'm still making (laughs) progress. (laughs) Um, And, uh, but yeah, no, that that is a healthy way to look at it. Like, uh, personally, I had that when not so much as when I started doing the student TV station, because it's more of a team effort. But when I started doing my radio uh, show, I was like, ooh, that transition was bad, or ooh, that was clunky or whatever. And then I'm like, wait, I'm doing something I don't have, I didn't have experience in in the past, you know, pick yourself up, you know, celebrate, you know, making that, um, you know, that progress or improvement. So I'm glad you said it like that, like, to, to start, you have to realize, you know, I'm not going to be a pro at it, but you know what? Taking that step. Yeah, man. 
And right. I, that's a way I feel like that's something a lot of people don't want to do is, you know, risk it. And I, I feel like as a result, people probably a lot of people lose out on stuff. Yeah. I'm very, yeah, that's very insightful. Yeah. So quick question. So is, is the podcasting like an overarching brand, like where you have different shows? I don't think so. It's just, you know, just, it's just your thing. Yeah. Just my thing. Hey, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Just doing whatever the, um, wherever life takes you. Yeah. But it's so great to have you on this pod. Thank you so much for like being on here, man. Thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure. Like I said, when you asked, I was so excited and like, um, but yeah, no, um, I was so excited and so thankful and can't wait to, uh, to be able to share it with people.